At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, no matter how you shop, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What an opening day it was for the Giants, Brad. We're gonna we're doing a a bonus show, which we may do more of this year. Uh, I actually, so we're gonna come back on Tuesday, do our normal show, and then I think we're gonna come back on the weekend again because I'm out of town for a week. Yeah. So the schedule will kind of be a little bit up now, but we want to do some of these bonus shows, uh, probably on the weekend because that's when we both have the most time. Uh, so there will be some two show weeks, including today when we talk about the uh, the 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 home opener or the the opener, the first time they're at home yeah. since two thousand and nine. Which is I can't kind of crazy. Now, why is that? Do you, <clears throat> I was thinking about that yesterday. Do teams get a choice when they're making the schedule? Do they get to send it in and say we'd rather open on the road and finish at home? Because I know the Giants are always finishing at home now. I think uh, I think they have an opinion mm. on what they want to do. And I've heard, cause this has been explained a few different times. I don't exactly remember it, why, but I think the, this is like the giant's choice. Like they do not mind, you know, opening on the road and then coming home. I don't know. I, it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm sure people will talk about it. We'll, we'll I, probably get a story. I think that's the way to do it because especially if you're in a tight race, like last year, the Giants got to finish out at home. That was really nice to have, uh, you know, three, four game series at home to kind of close it out. <clears throat> Beginning of the season, everybody's kind of even level. End of the year, you got that uh, that advantage that you'd like to have. So Giants are on pace to go 162-0 <laughs> and 0 right now. Right? I love the on pace. I always yeah. use that. I throw that out there all the Joey time. Bartz? Gonna hit 162 jacks, right? And uh, Tyler Rogers, 162 games. Yes, I mean we got a lot of on paces happening right now. All right, so what are we gonna do on this show? It's not gonna be our normal show. It's gonna be much shorter. We're gonna just recap the game. I do want to make a couple of announcements uh, about this feed, about this podcast feed, about the what we're gonna do with uh, this show, and then we'll get uh, a couple things I want to talk about just at the end, just quickly. Apple TV Plus, there's there's now baseball on Apple TV Plus, and we both kind of watched a little bit of it. And then we'll have our little, little small minors update because it was also 
opening week for the minor leagues, and Brad and I are following a couple players really closely, specifically for this show. Uh, but why don't we hit the intro music, and then uh, we'll kick off the show. Pedrosian throws to Sandberg, and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it, throws to first. It's over! 27 years of waiting have pumped on in. The Giants have won the pennant. All right, you will notice we are, we both have coffee mugs here. That's right. Yeah. Though, I didn't tell you, I'm actually not drinking coffee. What? I had I already in there already. I don't know, no. <laughs> I already had my my two uh my my two mugs of coffee this morning. <laughs> uh, I woke up really early with the dog so that my wife could sleep in. So there I'm actually go. I'm actually pretty tired myself. You but got some, you got some husband points today, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bone broth. Oh, that's right. Bone broth <clears throat> kicks off my uh my meal. So I kind of do that intermittent fasting thing, so you know once you know what do you have that kicks that ends the fast from the nut from the night before so bone broth is ending my fast today and you have some coffee yourself i do and it's not anything like that <laughs> it is it's baymax my got my baymax mug from uh, big hero six there you go if you've never seen big hero six really good a lot of people kind of trash that movie but it I is liked one it. Of, i really oh, liked I love, it one of my favorite pixar movies that yeah. and cars those two go back and forth but i got uh I, I made my little um espresso we have like a coffee machine that can do like a cafe forte it's like an eight ounce concentrated coffee and uh, i froth uh, some oat milk first and then and then you brew it over the oat milk and uh it's rather tasty i only had one cup of coffee this morning you and i've been talking we i get up on saturday mornings automatically fire up the ps5 yeah <laughs> miss baseball from the night before and jump right into mlb the show 22 and uh, goof around for an hour or so we, we may have to give a short review of the game in <laughs> yeah. a future episode maybe even next week when uh hot take bride joins oh, us that would be the perfect time because he is teaching you how to play <laughs> diamond <laughs> dynasty which uh i had to have him actually teach me how to play that last year <laughs> brian what do i do with this and what do i do with that and how's it? and now he's doing it all again for you this year so yeah see when we were growing up we had rbi baseball and baseball yeah. stars like yeah. there was no there was well, no confusion whatsoever yeah you'd get in and you'd play a game you'd just play a game now it's like now you're playing conquest and now you're playing this and don't yeah. forget to open your packs and I and you're like, we're like, what? <laughs> uh, okay, so a couple quick things about this podcast feed. So for those listening, this podcast feed, the Thompson to Clark podcast feed, is going to do a changeover. And I'm hopeful that it happens early next week. Um, we are changing this feed to the Bay Area Sports Podcasting Network, BSPN. Now. We have, we have grabbed the audio feed of a 49ers podcast. And Brad, you may want to close your eyes here uh, for the video, folks. Mm. Oof. So that is Zach, and that is Matt. They host the podcast, the Red and Gold Standard. They have their own video thing. So their video feed is going to stay on their, their video uh, channel, on their YouTube channel. 
their audio, they they weren't hosting their audio anywhere. Well, actually, actually, I think they may have been hosting it at SoundCloud. It was at Blue Wire Hustle at some point. But we're going to bring their audio in. So this channel is going to become a baseball channel, a football channel, and it will soon be a basketball channel as well. And I'll give you those details in a second. But uh, Matt and Zach, Zach is a Bay Area kid. It's funny. Zach grew up in Gilroy where my kids, Brian still lives in Gilroy uh, with his mom. Um, but, uh, my kids grew up in Gilroy. So when I, Zach is, is not that much older than, than my kids. I don't think, um, I, I looked him up on Facebook and it's like a young Zach who was living in Gilroy, who was working at a dog grooming place. And I was like, wait, is this the same guy? Cause he's like, yeah, I don't, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I had a Facebook account <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, but you know, very close, like, you know, so he was in, in, in that area. Uh, I think he's, he's north now he's not in glory anymore and then uh he's a long time niners fan matt is a u.s army veteran with a bachelor's of science in nursing and they are covering the niners they're 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 going to be doing one show a week until the season comes back in uh august september and then i think they kick it up to two shows so you will hear the 49ers podcast the red and gold standard with Zach and Matt in this feed. Also, going to be in this feed very soon, hopefully by the time the playoffs come, is a new basketball podcast called The Death Lineup Nice on the Golden State Warriors. Now, for now, what I want to do with th- that show is I want to have like a bunch of hosts. So we're going to bring in Hot Take Bry, myself, my buddy Ben Cruz, who now works for The Ringer, he's has a new child plus the new job, so his time isn't like exactly available right now. But soon, I know he wants to be involved soon. Brian has a friend who uh, who who is with him on the BAM Podcast Network. We're gonna try to bring him in, and we may even add a fifth person, you because know, you gotta have five for a basketball lineup. Yeah. So that podcast <laughs> is gonna be a little bit more like. Maybe not the same host every week. We're going to mix and match. We're going to see, you know, I'm old school. Brian, you know, from since he was, uh, gosh, 16 years old, all the Warriors do is win championships. <laughs> I didn't see a Warriors win champion, Warriors win a championship until I was, you know, gosh, 30, late 30s or whatever. So, wow. yeah. Um, so it's just a different mindset. And then Ben, my buddy Ben, he, he kind of grows up in the We Believe era. So the Warriors are always bad until they weren't. And so, you know, we have some different, different uh, age ranges there and different histories of growing up as Warriors fans. So that podcast will also be in this feed. The Thompson to Clark podcast and the death lineup, we will have the video shows in our new YouTube page. I'm not linking it here yet because there's still some things I have to do with logos, but there will be a BSPN YouTube page and all of our live streams will be there. All of our interviews will be cut into, you know, interviews that Brad and I have done in the past, like with Roger Munter last week, We'll cut that and make it its own thing. Um, same with Jeff Young, same with Darren Chan, all that stuff. So that stuff will be on its own YouTube page. We're going to rebrand the Instagram. The Instagram is actually kind of on fire right now. Um, we have a lot of stuff uh, on the Instagram, but the Thompson to Clark Instagram will also change to a BSPN. So there's going to be lots of branding changes. Hang with us. I think it'll be all for the best, and we're just going to try and blow this thing up. 
uh, and out, not up. Blow this thing out as mm-hmm. much as possible. But if you're, but if you're following those on social media, you don't have to do anything. Right? No, no, no. They, It'll just they change just over. Change right don't over. be alarmed. You're It'll still following. Yep. Don't have to. Do as uh, as Gabe Kapler likes to say, it's it's uh, we're we're ready to game up here. Game up, SF game up, <laughs> which we completely blew that hashtag. <laughs> no, we both of, not, neither one of us caught it until later, <laughs> halfway through the game. Yes. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about yesterday's game. So the Giants, of course, go extras. In the opening why, day, why not? We had to see the stupid <laughs> runner on second base in, in the tenth inning for both teams. Yeah. And they come out with the win, six to five. Now, you you even tweeted this from our Twitter. It was a very giantsy way for that they scored the first run. It was a very giantsy way for them to win this game. Yeah, they had six hits in ten innings. The Marlins out hit them. I, both teams, I thought, played mm, like average defense at best. There were mistakes I, on both ends. You're being nice. That's that's being nice. So I, I, there was mistakes. So I thought it was yeah. awful defense on both ends. But yeah. so, the, so the reason why I didn't say awful is because there were some great plays by Tyro sure. Estrada. And then there were plays in which he just dropped the ball at second base. Yeah. Two, there right? were one. He was trying to turn two. Yeah. And it was to pick the ball out of the glove play where, you know, call the out at second, pulling the ball out. And then the error that opened up the ninth inning, which was just, a brutal error. Yeah. Um, and Duvall had to kind of work around that whole thing. So like you said too, I went back and watched the ninth because I was driving when the top of the ninth happened. I was driving yes. home from work. So was I. Yeah. And so this morning I had to watch it again. And you said, now Duvall didn't pitch too bad outside of the home run. And after watching, I thought, man, his slider was nasty. Upper eighties. Uh, fastball was great. Uh, if he needed a strike, he was throwing the slider. He had very good command of the slider. So yeah, they, they I, just it, dinked and dunked on, uh, right. dunked on him. And so we'll, we'll get to that. Let, let's start with the the scoring here. Um, so Brandon Belt. Now you saw the if if you're watching on video, you saw the photo <laughs> that we let off the the show with. Brandon Belt comes out on a boat. <laughs> And his captain's hat and his taped on C that looked like my my uh, soon to be seven year old stepdaughter uh, would have done a much better job with. And he just comes out and he's throwing balls into the crowd and he's saluting. And then he throws the first pitch to cap. They were having a great time with it. It was a little goofy. It was a little nerdy, but it was very much belt. It is who he is. He has embraced it. He's having a lot of fun with it. He's leaned into this new character of the captain. But as he said himself, you can't go out there and then not play well because then it's a farce, right? So right. he gets the he gets the offense going. Now, here's where you said a very giantsy way to score. So Joy Bart had walked. Um, he the, his first uh, his first plate appearance in 2022 starts off with a walk. Mike uh, Baby Yaz squares uh, in uh, squares around misses misses a, a great drag bunt by inches, and then he pops up. And so I think the Giants were saying we're were trying to figure out if the Marlins were going to react to Yastrzemski. And they did not. They kept their normal shift for belt. So he decides to drag bunt. And this is 
we we all know how he ended last year, right? Where he squares up and gets yes. drilled in the thumb. <laughs> and so after striking out, uh, I think he struck out in his first uh, plate appearance. The second plate appearance, he squares around and and like it was like a it was a hard ground ball bunt, but then he beats it out. The the third baseman for the Marlins throws it away, and Joey Bart from first base is trucking around. And scores fairly easily. I'm like, this dude can move for being such a big yeah, guy. Right. And we'll compare him to the other big guy who had to move <laughs> at the end of this game. Because one of them was a little bit more, uh, let, let's say, swift and, and fleet of foot than the other. So that's how they get their first run. Then Darren Ruff uh, smashes a, 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 a single into uh, right field. Garrett Cooper, the first baseman, uh, dives, can't make the play, belt score. So Giants are up two to zero. Now, you had t- you had texted our our uh, Giants baby uh, text thread. You said that Joey Bart was going to go big fly in this game. And he comes up in the bottom of the fifth, and he smokes the ball, no doubt about it, home run that goes halfway up the bleachers in left field. And so in both scoring opportunities joey bart who is batting ninth and who many people you know we talked to roger about this many people are down on him uh to start this season and he's right in the mix right away with both uh scoring opportunities talk a little bit about joey bart and why you felt that he was going to go big fly yesterday well uh, the number one reason and i think he's going to have a big big season and and you know why he's going to have a huge season is because in fantasy baseball, <laughs> there, go. The, the last four rounds, I had an opportunity to draft Joey Bart. I needed a catcher. Kept going. Uh, he'll be in the next round. He'll be in the next round. Get to the last round, and Tyler Stevenson was there, catcher for the Reds. Also plays first base, so he has the first base catcher designation. So I'm like, I'll go for him, and then I'll pick up Bart, maybe a week or two as a backup catcher and go from there. Harveen, our friend, who's been playing for many years in our league. And this is literally how I know him is through this league. Exactly. Well, he's been on the show back in uh, Sports Weekly back at KSJS. I think he was on the show with us a couple of times in the studio. Um, But he picks him up off the waiver wire. So at that point, I knew Joey Bart was going to have a huge season because I didn't get him. Any player that I get has an awful season. So (laughs) I I can just – I feel bad right now. I'll just say – you know, Jonathan India, Nolan Arenado, Jordan Alvarez, Christian Yelich. Sorry, guys. I drafted <laughs> you all. Uh, I drafted Lucas Giolito. He went on the injured list today. So th- this is just what happens. So that's how I know Joey Bart's going to have a big year. But he looks he looks more commanding at the plate this year than he ever has. Um, his confidence is there. And after his first at-bat where he walks – I said, he's got an OBP. Now yeah. he's got an OBP because that's, that's pretty important. If you're, if you're a power hitter, you also need to find your way on base. You can't be a Joey Gallo who strikes out 200 plus times a year. Uh, I think Gallo already struck out what three times last uh, last uh, yesterday <laughs> in his first game of the season, three or four times. Um, and he struck out a record 213 last year. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I think Joey Bart, um, his, his presence at the plate, I think uh, he was commanding the strikes to him very well in his first couple of bats and, and, and hitting that bomb 
was just tremendous. Back in the lineup today, batting ninth. Um, I, and then I was saying, too, after that big fly, I was like, he's not going to be batting ninth much longer. We're going to see him in the, you know, sixth spot, five Yeah, I think, I think that would be a good there. spot for him as long as he doesn't just become uh, a whiff master, right? He's got to be able right. to put the bat on the ball because, you know, if you put him ninth, then you're you're loading up at the top again where all your OBP guys are. So you could keep him there. But if he's actually producing, then you got to move him up because, you yeah, can, but you can put anybody ninth. If he's got a good eye, then absolutely. I mean, if, if his eye has improved, then you could you can bat him fifth or sixth. Um, you know, right after Jock Peterson would be fantastic. That'd be a nice spot. So, yeah. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Um, okay, so then we had uh, top of the seventh. Um, Logan Webb, who I thought he was very effective. He got a little bit dinked and dunked here. Um, you know, a few, few hits here and there. He walks the, uh, the leadoff batter in the seventh. And immediately, Kapler comes out, hooks him, and uh, was it Leon came in, right? Yes. So Leon comes in, and I don't know if you watched, if you were like keeping track of the Logan Webb faces that were happening in the dugout. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and the and the head, yeah, on the top rail of the dugout. He, too. That you, I mean. Watch. I think he understands, right? He was at 85 pitches. I, right. I don't know. I, w- I would have let him go after another another batter, especially with a three-run lead. But, you know, early in the season, short and spring training, you want to be a little bit more conservative with these guys. I mean, you look at some of the other guys uh, in the first two games. I think Otani didn't finish the fifth, even though he had struck out like nine guys. A <laughs> um, lot, lot, of, lot of the guy, you know, you, these guys are not very stretched out yet. So, well, a couple of no hitters too. They're not letting guys finish. Uh, two, Manea, two, yeah, yeah, two for the Padres to start the season, and and uh, you know they're going to have to get some combined no nos if yeah. they wanted one in the first two games. <laughs> so, of course, 
Jacob Stallings welcomes Leon and takes him deep, and all of a sudden, game's 3 2. Uh, he, I don't even think Leon got an out, and then they, they, they had to replace him. Uh, so 3 2. We're like, oh, I'm not so sure about this. Yeah, it, I'd, I'd feel a lot better if it was still three to zero. Yeah. And then the captain comes up. The captain puts the ball over the fence, barely over the fence in, in right field. And it is four two. And uh, I, I picked this, or I actually got this the other day. Nice. Or yes, yesterday. I went to Target, saw some cards. Tops Heritage pulled a Brandon belt. I wish it had the C on it, but it didn't. And so, so how, much are, how much are those packs going for? I think they were like six like, bucks okay. for uh, the thicker pack, not the pack, yeah. not the old hobby wax pack that we grew up with. Right. But that you just can't find them. They're, they're rarely ever available. So when I see them, I'm like, oh, cards. And then I bought them. That's I why we get them on MLB The Show. Yeah. Exactly. Feel good about it. Exactly. The exactly. <laughs> um, so then uh, so then it's now four to two. We feel a little bit better about this game. Uh. Eighth inning, so seventh inning, Rogers comes in to stop the flooding. Pitched tremendously. I was watching, I was re-watching some of it because I, I also was listening to some of it in the car. I had to take my stepsons to a birthday thing. And so, it was, you know, right in the seventh inning happens and then I have to go out. And so I'm listening to it on the radio, Rewatched it today with my wife. Um, not her choice, but she's just like, eh. This is almost done, and uh, and so seventh inning, and and I and I t- I was trying to teach her about framing, and and I said check out Rogers and how he pitches, and she's like whoa, like how's anybody like why would anybody throw like that? He's coming from the side, but he was tremendous, like just yeah. goes through him. Eighth inning happens, Mac Cheese just right through him, great inning, and you're like oh wow, you know the two guys last year who were the 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 clutch guys they come through and so it's like oh do Duvall's gonna get the gonna get the thing and we had this we had this conversation last week or yeah not technically last week but the last show mm-hmm. who's gonna get the most saves Duvall Mac Cheese Rogers Duvall gets the first shot and this poor dude he just gets dinked and dunked and nobody's hitting the ball hard there's a uh, there's an error by Estrada then there's a little blooper. There was there there was a Baltimore chop over the pitching mound <laughs> to start off the that inning. That one was brutal. And so yeah. this poor guy just you know horrendous luck, and then he hangs a fat slider to Jazz Chisholm, and he didn't even swing hard. It was just the perfect swing in that zone for that hanging slider. Puts it over the left. Uh, left center field fence and all of a sudden the Marlins are up five to four and I'm in my car and I'm just like what am I going to say about Duvall (laughs) and so when I rewatched it like I told you I was like oh like he was fine like this is just sort of the the luck of of the game with the exception of that pitch to Chisholm yeah um you know whatever like it's fine like he he pitched okay he wasn't Mac Cheese, he wasn't Rogers, but I, I I was less frustrated when I watched it. I'm like, oh, I think he's going to be okay. Like maybe maybe he doesn't close every game, but I think he's going to be okay because you know he throws 98, 99, and he's really comfortable with that slider. I, I I do hope though because we saw it at the end of last year in the in the um, NLDS against the Dodgers. He he's not attacking the inside that much. Everything's to the outside. 
And so I think he's going to have to start doing that a little bit because guys are just going to start leaning over, right? Because they can't hit oh, the yeah. slider. They're going to have to start leaning over and cheat a little bit to get to it. Um, and and so I think I, I hope that he is a little I hope they're they have him pitch a little bit more aggressively. Yeah. And <clears throat> the thing, again, watching him and you were you were so right on that text this morning because I thought I said, I'm going to watch this again. I'm going to watch that top of the ninth and I'm sitting there just waiting for an implosion. I'm waiting because, again, I'm listening to it in the car uh, and it's hard to do. You know, I'm driving, concentrating on traffic and stuff. Uh, so I was waiting for a full implosion, you know, just fastball over the heart of the plate, slider hanging, one hanging slider. All right. Maybe it's a, at that point it was what um, could have been a four or three ball game. Giants still win. If yeah. Tyro Estrada turns that double right. play. So that was it. I mean, that that's really it. And you're like, you're right too. dinked and dunk that, that ball that was hit by the first batter off the hard part of the dirt that went over the mound. Uh, nothing you can do about that. It was a uh, Wendell, I think. Um, it, it, and just little things like that. I, I would not be shocked if it is a, well, t- I mean, he threw a lot of pitches yesterday, so we might see Mac cheese or Tyler Rogers close it out today. If we get yeah. in that situation, but I would not be shocked to see Duvall on the mound tomorrow in a save situation on Sunday. Um, he's earned it. And, and like they said, he, he's, you know, Kapler said he earned it at the end of last year. He earned it in spring training the job is kind of his to lose at this point. If you see another closer on the mound today, do not be shocked. Do not start thinking Duvall has lost his job. He just threw a lot of pitches yesterday. But then someone who I think is going to be kind of like a new favorite player for a lot of fans, Tyro Strata comes up to lead off the bottom of the ninth. And uh, I forget the pitcher's name. I don't have the box score up. Um, but uh, whoever the Marlins are putting in these these closer situations, Tyro Estrada just so casually turns on, I think it was a sinker or fastball, and this is the ball just goes crazy, just goes out like a light. I was that like, was a wow. future, future Hall of Famer, Anthony Bender. There we go. This, there we go. Thinking of. Yes. And, uh, and so great, like, just like, wow, like this team – and and look, this is baseball now. I watched uh, clips of every game of the first two days. Balls flying out everywhere. Yeah. This is baseball. Home runs are coming, and they're not going away. There's there's already been. By the way, it's what time is it? Noon, and there's already been 17 runs scored today, and it's noon. So that should tell you this is going to be an offensive season. Again. Yes. So Giants tied up. And then we go to extra innings. And we know that once we see that runner on second base, all it does is frustrate us. And (laughs) luckily, they worked their way out of it in the 10th. Um, The the, the first two runners got on. Brebbia came in to pitch. He's no longer bearded. Looks like a different human being altogether. I wasn't even sure it was really him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they threw somebody else out there. That's not Brebbia. <laughs> and so then he comes in. Uh, I think he walked the first guy. So there's first and second. And the thing is uh, they made some, uh, some solid defensive play. And then they had, and then Alvarez came in, I think, and he, and he got the strikeout to, to end the inning. So good pitching, good, you know, outside of the Duvall, uh, situation, um, you know, and I guess you could say and Leon because he gave up the home run, but some of that stuff is just 
really good, really good hitting uh, on the Marlins end, and just you know some probably some bad defense on the Giants end. But Alvarez came in and and he got the strikeout when they needed it, which sent us to the tenth. Now, my dad, I I don't I don't want to say that he hates Mauricio Dubon, <laughs> but if there is somebody that he is going to pick on for his frustration with the Giants team. It is Mauricio Dubon. Now, <laughs> poor guy. We know that Dubon had a a, a brain party year last year. Is that mm. can we use that term because yeah, defensively and base running, he's making outs where we don't need to make outs and he's being aggressive, maybe where he's supposed to be a little bit more conservative with, you know, making throws and we know he doesn't have the best arm, but you know, he's being asked to do a bunch of things. And and nothing, the one thing that he probably is most comfortable is just playing second base, right? Or or shortstop. Yeah. But he's having has to do a lot of things. So he comes in and he's the the lead runner at second in the tenth. Brandon Belt hits a fly ball. Wasn't even really that deep. He tags up and he makes about, I don't know, seven or eight steps towards third, decides not the best idea. They cut it off. They throw back to second. He gets picked off. Not even close. He doesn't even get back to the bag at second. Yeah. So now you go from zero outs, runner on second, to nobody on base and two outs. So there we go. And I'm just thinking, like, God, I hate these extra inning rules. <laughs> so um, rough walks. And then Austin Slater comes up now. Austin Slater isn't necessarily the guy that you think of as, you know, oh, yeah, this this guy's going to, you know, extra base hit. We're gonna, like he he's more of like a table setter, mm-hmm. though he did ha- he did show some pop last year. So, comes up Darren Ruff on first, he hits a a laser down left field line, gets into the corner, and Ruff is trucking. Uh what 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 is what is the Dwayne Kuyper line? Because he says it about two different times, because that's how long it took Ruff to to get around the bases. Ruff is on the move. Ruff is on the move, <laughs> and he says, yeah, it "I think twice. he said it three times. Maybe it was three, three times. times. He got it in twice, and then he th- he thought he was done, and then he said, and then before he even got to home plate, he said it a third time, and so he scores. And now let's go all the way back to the the first run where Joey Bart scores from first. This was a lot different score from first than we've seen. I don't know if you saw any of the Mets game, but uh, opening day, uh, Alonzo got thrown out at the plate. And Alonzo was running (laughs) as if this had been the first time all year that he ran in a full sprint. Like this guy (laughs) could not keep his feet under him. Ruff was not that bad. He, right. he he was he, he was uh, tired, very tired. He let out yeah. this giant gasp when he finally scored, but he makes it, and that's that's what counts. He was he, bust- he looked athletic three quarters of the run. Yeah, yeah. He okay. he even said because they were like, you know, did you did you turn it up at the end? He's like, no, I actually think I downshifted. <laughs> yeah, I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> so they win opening day. The range of emotions from Logan Webb looks great. The Giants are scoring. Look at these home runs to Jesus. Can they just yeah. catch a ground ball? Can they just, you know, make a throw? Can they just stop doing stupid stuff on the base pass? Because Ruff also got thrown out at second. He got picked off. Yeah. 
and and just the up and down emotions but that this is what we're used to it it happens it happened during the three title seasons where you're just exhausted and then you're like oh so we had it all in in game one um i i i'm surprised we even thought with a 3-0 lead that it was going to be easy and so well yeah and you know and and the thing is you know you're going to be okay you know the giants are going to be okay because the strength of this giants team is starting pitching relief pitching you know the the starting staff and the bullpen that and defense defense this this was a very good defensive team last year uh they've added jock peterson a little bit of a downgrade darren ruff's going to be playing a lot more left field a little bit of a downgrade and you know on the infield you've got tyro estrada right now uh who, who again looked fantastic yesterday and and then looked like he hadn't played second base ever <laughs> um so i mean can you get dubon could play some second base so if yes. estrada needs a breather you could put dubon at second base he'll feel you know, happy he'll feel good maybe he'll run the bases <laughs> when he's playing second base. what about luke williams i wonder how defensively i mean i, I don't know enough about him to know if he's a good defensive player but i wonder you know because i'm just thinking we Estrada's in there because he can hit the baseball. He's a talented yeah. hitter. Defensively, we'll see still, but I wonder if Luke Williams might be a guy that they can throw in at second base as like a defense, late defensive guy. Um, I don't know because he's also a utility guy. So that would tell me that maybe he's not like one position, right? Like maybe that's why yeah. he's a utility guy because he's not great at one possible. That's that's generally what happens. You're a utility guy because you are not a gold glover at a position. So you can play eight positions, apparently seven positions uh, as Luke Williams can. And he did last year for the Phillies. Um, but, you know, they don't have him at one particular position because he doesn't excel at any position. So the Giants were probably took a step back defensively this year. But again, like I was saying, strength of this team, starting pitching, bullpen, one game does not do that. Abbreviated spring training. These guys are out of routine. It was a two-week spring training. Boom, here we are. Well, maybe it was about two and a half, three weeks. But boom, here we are. Um, you're, you're in the season. You're going Starting pitching is only going to be going five innings right now. If they even get that far, I mean, Webb to get into the sixth was fantastic yesterday. Um, but you're going to be leaning a lot on the bullpen, and that's why the rosters went from 26 to 28 this first month of the season because uh, Major League Baseball knew that. They knew the quality was going to be down a little bit, and a lot of teams would be leaning on their bullpen. Like I said, how many runs have scored already this morning? And and we're not even now. I mean, gosh, it, it even went up. Two more runs. Um and we're just at noon for the day, and there's four or five games going. So it's going to be – if you like to watch home runs, if you like to watch lots of scoring, um, tune in to Major League Baseball, <laughs> any game right now, and, and you'll be enjoying it. All right, give me your favorite thing about yesterday's game. You know, What's my the one thing? That you my, really my favorite thing, and people hate this, and I see it on Twitter, and people don't like it. My favorite thing was the DH, man. Give me the DH. I don't want to see any more uh, pitchers attempting to bunt. Not even I can't even say pitchers bunting. Pitchers attempting to bunt is is brutal to watch nowadays. Uh, so I loved it. I love the DH. I love um, all all the games. I've been watching Major League Baseball. You know how it is. You and I watch. We get MLB.tv every year. Mm -hmm. We watch the games. You know, as soon as we're done with this, I'm going to throw on a game till the Giants start. Um, I love the DH. That that was my favorite thing. Jock Peterson as the DH. Uh, no, actually, uh, Ruff was the DH, right? And then they moved. I think Jock is DHing today, right? 
Yeah, d- uh, no, actually, Ruff is DHing, ref DHing again, again. So, yeah, let me go back and look because I wanted to. I wanted to kind of look at. Uh, we were talking just before the show about moves and the Giants because I was expecting now at the DH, you probably see a record number of line shifts from the Giants, but they only brought in two reserve players yesterday. That was Dubon and Slater. Um, Ruff started as the DH and and uh, he finished it as the DH. Peterson was in left field, uh, and then Slater came in to pinch hit and then stayed in left field. Uh, Dubon, when he came in to pinch hit for Yaz, he moved to center field, and then Duggar went from center field to left field. So the Giants have a lot of play in the outfield. They have guys that they can move around. Um, Yaz is really the only kind of potential gold glover of that group as he was on the list last year for the award. Uh, didn't get it, but he was on the list for right fielders. Um, but yeah, I, I love the DH and, and Jesus Aguilar DH for the Marlins. He's a rough first baseman. Right? He's a big dude. He's, he doesn't move around. So this is a great job for him to have now too. So that was honestly my favorite thing of, of, of the game. Yesterday. You know how last year when we said giants have like five DHs and they don't even have a DH. Mm-hmm. Watching all those games, every team has like three DHs on oh, yeah. it. Like I was watching the Braves, Austin Riley, um, Adam Duvall, just these large dudes <laughs> who are like thick guys. And when they run the bases, it looks like, you know, what Darren Ruff did. Yeah. Like every team has like three or four of those guys these days. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's crazy. Um, okay, so my favorite thing, I, I will say that uh, the the Giants, um, it, it was great seeing Rodgers and Mac Cheese because, you know, we we've been we were trying to kind of push them out a little bit last year. Thankful that oh Duval, you know, because he's got the the fastball, the the hundred, you know, hit that. Yeah. But those guys were so valuable last year. It was great to see them come right back in, right in their roles get in get out let's get the bats back up i i'm i was a little worried with with devall's outing i was like in the back of my mind I was thinking ah oh, you know maybe they do need a closer you know how, how, who's out there but those guys i think are going to be so dependable and they'll make devall's job a little easier i think and so i'm a little bit when i heard what happened i was like ah oh, this bullpen's not going to be as good as we hoped and then when I watched it, I was like, mm, I think they're going to be okay. But thanks to Rogers and, uh, and Mac cheese there. Okay. What's the one thing that you didn't like hmm. that you saw yesterday? Base running. <laughs> I mean, that was, <laughs> we just went over it. I mean, if you're going to be a tight baseball team, if you're going to be winning one run, two run games, you have to be almost flawless on the base paths and the giants a runner and second Darren Ruff get, to get picked off from behind from the catcher with the old uh, uh, pudge move where you yeah. just, you know, little outside fastball comes up, just firing down to second base and got rough. And then that I dude's not going him. anywhere. Anyways, no, I tweeted immediately said, how, how fast does rough think he is? And then later on, I guess we found out yeah, yeah, yeah. in the 10th inning. So, okay. So the one thing I didn't like now it's yeah, obviously game one, you know, we're kind of just, thinking of things yeah i'm not sure if yaz is the right guy to hit at the top of the order um i i mean i would love to be proven wrong 
maybe, but we saw last year he was really low OBP, really low average, lots of strikeouts. That doesn't seem to be the recipe for someone who hits leadoff. I, I know they want Belt to hit second because they consider that second spot to be, you know, the OBP spot in the order. Uh, you know, maybe where you put your best hitter. I I, I wouldn't mind them experimenting with hitting Belt first. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I just Yastrzemski just looked like a fish out of water hitting lead off there, and uh, I, I. But I also can't think of anybody else who would be better, all that better suited. You know, maybe 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 there will be somebody who you know maybe when when Lamont Wade Jr. comes back, maybe he that's a spot for him, or maybe they flip flop him and belt something like that. But yeah, that they they don't really have that leadoff hitter who's going to get on base in front of them, in front of the big boys and, and, and maybe run a little bit. So Yastrzemski is just probably in there just because they don't. Uh, but yeah, I would like, I, I, I wonder if he's going to stick around there that long. Well, and, and that's where I, uh, and I've been changing as time goes on, but that's where I stay old school. I still want the leadoff hitter that can, you know, occasionally put one in the stands, but mostly finds a way to get on base, scraps, nine pitch at bats, can steal bases, is smart on the base paths. Not a lot of teams have that guy anymore. I mean, I, I don't even think too many of that guy exists. So that that's a hard process. So that's why you see these guys. Who's the these kid playing of, a shortstop for the Padres uh, for Tatis? Oh, uh, the 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 rookie, right? Yeah, I he he's kind of he's kind of that guy. Yeah, he's kind of that guy. He stole what forty something bases in the minors, and nowadays we go forty bases. He, he stole. Wow. He stole a base so well that he overslid it, and then they tagged him out. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> too fast. That's yeah. when you're too fast yeah. for your own good. But I love to see those guys. Whenever we play, and we keep talking about MLB the show. But whenever I make a player and road to the show. I make a speedy, fast second baseman, uh, uh, you know, the prototype, me, who I was when I played <laughs> ball, you know, the guy who just will, I will scrap it. At, I will not hit the ball out of the ballpark, but I'll get you a lot of singles <laughs> and I'll get on base and I'll be selective and then I'll steal bases. I love that type of player. We just don't see it anymore. But like you said earlier, Slater, I mean, can, but maybe. Slater's not a starter. He's not an everyday guy. Yeah. So maybe but, just lefties. Right, but but then if you have Yaz at the top of the lineup, you have that flexibility when you do the line change to bring in Slater in that mm -hmm. position, and then he's now your leadoff hitter the second half of the game. So there are a lot of flexibility, but I think the, the days of the prototypical leadoff hitter are kind of gone. No, no Kenny Lofton anymore. Oh no, man, no, no. Those guys, those guys are a dream, man. <laughs> I would, I would love to see every team have one of those guys again. Those, those are fantastic. I love leadoff hitters. Also, just a cool dude. He just, oh like yeah, cool. Like just a cool. I want, I kind of want to hang out with Kenny. Lofton. He looks cool. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, a couple more things, and then we'll get out of here. We're going a little bit longer than I wanted, but it's because we had the the, the intro, the the longer intro. Um, Apple TV Plus. They have the Friday night baseball schedule. So we got to see some games last night. Uh, they have a channel with their subscription. If you are a subscriber to Apple TV plus there's an entire channel dedicated to baseball. They have a lot of the stuff that was previously up in iTunes that, uh, you know, lots of world series stuff, some, some games, old games. Um, but the, the, the nuts and bolts of, of their deal is, is these Friday night games. What did you think about their production yesterday? 
I enjoyed it. <clears throat> the hate is strong on Twitter for it. Yeah, I um, because <laughs> I, I was enjoying it yesterday. The broadcasters, um, I thought were were good. I mean, they're not they're not the they're top, not the top. Not, yeah, they're not the top. No, that's because Apple TV Plus, you you don't have you know millions and millions of viewers. I don't think you're going to be getting that on Apple TV Plus because it depends on the subscri- uh, subscribers. Yeah, uh, it's free for the first couple of weeks, I believe. Yeah. Um, but I had uh, Chris Young, former uh, uh, player, used to play for the Diamondbacks Diamond and a couple other teams. He was fantastic describing. They were talking about the bats and bat knob style, the different styles of knobs that you can get on bats and why you want certain ones. I was eating that stuff up, man. I love that. Um, what do you think about the probability stuff? I I enjoyed that. I I you know as I get older here too, I baseball is a game of statistics. When we were growing up, it was like, I mean, you'd get the paper and you'd look it, it, 0.372. You knew exactly what that meant. 1.85. You knew exactly what that meant. All these new numbers coming in. And, and the cool thing is the, you know, on base probability for uh, whoever's at the plate at that time, like Brandon Nimmo, it was like to reach base 35.1%. Then the next pitch is a strike. 22.5 <laughs> you'd see it actually change after yeah. each pitch it is in the bottom right corner it's not a obtrusive it's not you know big in your face um so it was really cool to watch I, I i enjoyed it i'm gonna watch again next friday i think the giants have one of the games coming up uh in a couple of weeks or maybe a month or so uh so that'll be fun to watch uh hunter pence was um the uh the the color guy for the analyst for the second game which yep. i only watched a little bit of i watched astros. a little bit of it yeah astros and angels and that was pretty cool uh love hunter pants always has some good insight they were the, having fun the yeah. the the sound level was a little off with him like he was mm-hmm. a little bit lower than the lead guy and then uh, katie nolan from mm-hmm. espn and uh, she she also worked for Fox Sports. She was I was surprised to see her because I'm a, I'm a fan of hers, but she's she hasn't found that niche for herself yet. Maybe yeah. this is it. Uh, you know that she it was interesting three person booth. Katie, I think Katie was there because Katie's actually very funny, and so I think she was there to provide some levity because you know Hunter's so like uh, like aggressive yeah. and obsessed, <laughs> and I'm sure that dude is probably drinking like a cup of coffee every inning. <laughs> Uh, his own yeah. coffee right his own coffee exactly so uh, <laughs> but yeah it's interesting and look and 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 the the reason why i am interested in their coverage is because they had this daily recap show the next day they're supposed to have like sort of this channel of stuff that you know if you want to pop in at any point there will just be baseball happening the daily recap i i thought it was going to be a hosted recap where it's like somebody reading you know uh reading the events that happened in the game, but it wasn't that what it was is they took about five minutes for each game, maybe a, maybe a little bit more for some of the games. And they just showed you the beginning of the game, who the pitchers were. And then it was like, okay, what are the important things that happened? Where, where were the high leverage situations? Then you saw boom, 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 boom. And that was an interesting way to kind of catch up. I, I did skip around a lot. So the, the first day opening day was like an hour, like uh, of all the games. I probably got through it in about, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes. And then the next day, because there were more games. So yesterday it was about an hour and 20 minutes. And so I got through it in about a half an hour, just kind of skipping ahead, skipping ahead. 
but I was able to see everything. I every game, I saw you know what happened, the the major points. So that was interesting. I I I want to see how long I can stay that as like my my morning thing. Here's my morning thing. I'm just gonna click through all the games so that I know what happened. Poor Mad Bum walks four yeah. dudes in one inning, <laughs> and 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 then they're they're getting they're they're losing they haven't scored a run and then uh that the the beer uh his last name is beer seth beer he used he to play a, here in reno he was a fan favorite here in reno with he hits a he hits a walk-off jack and they win that first game amazing yeah. that was awesome against the padres yeah. which is always fun because yes. the padres can keep loading up every year all they want to and the division games, the division's gonna be tough yeah it's gonna be tough padres dodgers even the, the diamondbacks ha- had a little bit of uh uh spark to them spunkiness mm-hmm. the the rockies we'll see uh, I'm not quite sure about them, but they have that ho- crazy home field advantage. But anyway, okay. Yeah. Last and, thing. And the, and the great Chris Bryant. Don't forget about that. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. For that money, they can have. <laughs> okay. So last thing, and, and then we will get out of here. We mentioned yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago that we we're going to kind of follow some of, so we, we have both chose two minor leaguers to kind of keep up with because we uh, were very excited about, about these guys. And three of them, have played some games already because uh, Friday was opening day. Uh, Sacramento's actually been open since I think Tuesday. Sacramento's yeah. like four and zero. Yeah, um, they they swept uh, Sugarland. I think is the, is the team who they're playing. <laughs> um, so okay, so you chose uh, Hunter Bishop and you mm-hmm. chose Kyle Harrison to follow. So uh, Hunter Bishop opened the season hitting two hole. He went 0 for 5, no strikeouts. I think everything was a uh, was a uh, he hit the ball in play, did not get a hit. Kyle Harrison was the best pitcher so far uh of the young minor league season. He went 4 innings, 7 strikeouts. It was a little I, I wouldn't say wild, but his strike percentage was not great, which is, you know, if you want to nitpick, that was his his issue last year as well. For uh, for me, I chose Will Bednar, who actually gets the big start today in Modesto. And then I chose Lucky Luciano, who hit a jack in the ninth, went two for four, and he's hitting three hole for Eugene. So Bishop, uh, Bishop hitting two, Luciano hitting three. I think I texted you uh, what, what their their uh, front four was, which was, yeah, uh, it was uh, Luch, it was, uh, was it Matos? Let me think. Oh, it was Matos, then Bishop, then Luciano, then Palmeiras. So the top four is just loaded. Eugene, you know, they should be really good, but also those guys may move up to Richmond sooner than later if, you know, we talked to Roger and he thought that they could be aggressive with some of those guys moving them, moving them up through the system. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, we'll see Bednar tonight. It'll be fun. I want to see how he does, though. Uh, according to Roger, the San Jose or Modesto uh, M- MLB TV or uh, MILB TV feed did not work. So the Giants oh, were okay. not. And ne- neither was Eugene's. I guess the, the league that Eugene plays in, I don't know if it's a technology thing or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was, there, was no, uh, there was no video there. And then Roger in his uh, There Are Giants substack, he said, yeah, and the Eugene radio announcer didn't really give me a feel of too much Giants related, so he <laughs> he kind of just had to go by box score. But all right, so well, uh, well, let's throw out there too. Richmond 
uh, Brett Arbach in his first game because everybody's going to want to know about Brett Arbach this season. He's not one of our guys that we picked, but play like four positions. Yeah, two for five center field last night, two for five with a home run, two ribs, and uh, he's off to a 1.400 OPS. <laughs> how do, how can game. you be? A center fielder slash catcher. That's what I want to know. Well, that's uh, Craig Biggio, right? Craig Biggio was uh, second base, center field, and catcher. So, I mean, you, you, again, not many of those guys exist, but I will take one on every team. Somebody who's fast and can also play catcher and be scrappy. Somebody who's not typical who can play that position. I mean, A-Rod was one of the first ones I remember seeing, uh, you know, a shortstop that big. That and tall, you know, yeah. That guy can move. That What happened? So I love the the non-prototypical guys who can, uh, you know, jump into a position. You're like, hey, he's actually pretty good. All right. That is it for our bonus show here, bonus weekend show. We will be back on Tuesday after I will be able to attend Monday's game. And then we're going to be back the following weekend after you get to attend the uh, Reno-Sacramento game, correct? Yeah, so next Friday night, I'll be at the Reno Aces game here in town, and uh, Sacramento's coming in, and uh, got some pretty decent seats, so I'll get to see Ricardo Genovese crush some baseballs over the large left-field monster wall. That, And the reason it's so large is because on the other side of that wall – is our famous Reno train trench. The train <laughs> runs right through the middle yes. of Reno and they actually had to lower it because it was causing too many traffic jams downtown. So they lowered it. And so we have a train trench that runs around on the other side of the stadium. Pretty cool. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So t- take some photos. I'll take some photos from Monday. I-, I told Brian to bring his good camera. So maybe we'll get some stuff up on IG pretty quickly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. We we both get to go see baseball very very soon, and we'll get to talk about it. All right. So for Brad, I am Double G. See you when we see you. Peace out. Peace. Hey, this is Elliot Smith from the Arsenal Vision Podcast. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now they're raising another round on the platform WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdsourcing service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100, and in other words, that means you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in a cool company on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their team, improve operations, and that will in turn help this show continue to grow. If you'd like to be a part of the BlueWire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash BlueWire. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.